Yeah, I got to remember James started his recording first, then I start. Do you want us all to clap so you can sing out the clap? Oh, no, that's all right. I'll get it eventually. It'll take me four or five hours, but the clap (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't take that long. Well, hey, hi. James. Hey, hey, James Thompson. Hello. What's uh, what's one plus one? Uh, three. So I'm told. Nailed it. Um, um I, I, I believe everyone at Apple believes that that is the case. <laughs> you know what's so um, funny? I listened to I listened to that, and I, well, I guess I wasn't paying enough attention because it just like went right by me. <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought he said one plus one equals two. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't. He said one plus one equals three, because that's collaboration, baby. Yeah, I I managed to listen to probably about five to ten minutes of that interview. I listened to the uh, whole thing. So this is Tim Cook's interview with. Am I saying it right? Dua Lipa. You are saying it right. <laughs> okay. I did not listen, it's, and it's, I'm said, definitely not going to listen after reading your comments like and, and uh, James's comments on the yeah interview. <laughs> I think you're not missing that much. It wasn't, it was, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty fluffy. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, he doesn't, you know, there's particularly towards, towards the end, she's like, she, they're talking about AI for a while. And then she says, well, Tim, what else, what are, what other products do you see upcoming that are going to be really like the next big thing? You know? And then he starts talking about the, um, vision pro, like, (laughs) Let's just serve up some softballs for ten. Wait, she sets them up, he knocks them down. I get that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I she seemed like a. Podcast. She seemed a reasonably good interviewer. Um, yeah, and I, I appreciate her music, but uh, it, it just, I think it was the. I, what did I describe it as in our chat? Um, I said a child interviewing their aged grandparent before they die. Um, And that is unfair, but (laughs) he's only 63. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) and I'm sure he apparently works out a lot more than I do. Well, yeah, that was the thing. That was the takeaway I got from this, that he gets up sometime like four or five in the morning. Yeah. uh, Reads his email, works out, does a lot of stuff. Uh, I do not do any of these things, and thus he will probably outlive me. Well, no, I, I, I'm not convinced that that means he'll outlive you, because these successful CEOs who like to get up really, really early, if they don't also go to sleep proportionally early, sleep is one of the healthiest things you can do, James. Not that you sleep either. <laughs> well, no. I mean, I, I sleep. That's why he's just... up talking to us. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the, there is, my availability is much higher than you would think for being eight hours or five hours different in time zone. So, <laughs> yeah, guy, um, guy. Well, I don't know if guy still keeps that schedule, but guy used to stay, stay up real late too. Um, I would always wake. Guy. I would always wake up when I back when I was still reading Twitter. I would wake up and there would be all these like <laughs> tweets from guy that had happened all night long. Oh no, late night guy t- uh, tweets are the worst ones. But, but speaking of guy, <laughs> I do have some follow up, which is. Uh, I think it was last week that we spoke about how Moltz, both you and Dan, have received gifts gifts from Guy after talking about things you wanted on podcasts, and he mm-hmm. unprompted sent them mm-hmm. to you. 
uh, when we spoke last week, I said I wanted a Rivian, and I think I also said I wanted a million dollars. And in the mail earlier this week, I received a, uh, a Hot Wheels Rivian pickup truck from Guy English. So thank you, Guy. Also, Hot well Wheels Rivian pickup truck played. is my nickname for Guy. So just <laughs> so we should ask so, James so what, if uh, James, have you ever received anything unsolicited from Guy English? Do you know what the shipping would cost, John? <laughs> again, be, be again we're not talking about the club. Um, you know, other than photos, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to think, uh, have I ever received any, I don't think Guy has ever sent me a present, so. Mm. Well, um, maybe now he will. I, yeah. Well, what would the I like? I the mean, shipping would be like, a lot, yeah. I mean, he could buy it locally off Amazon. I will send Guy my Amazon uh, wish list, <laughs> and then he can just pick something. Is the shipping that. between Canada and Scotland cheaper? It might be, it probably is. No, I, I believe it is horrendous because I have been trying to obtain the all-dressed chips, uh, which I tasted uh, earlier oh, right. this summer. Yeah. And, I've been hearing uh, a lot about these. They, they're, they are like, I think, every flavor mixed into one, but they were remarkably tasty, and I ate far too many of them when I was mm-hmm. uh, in Portland. Uh, but... I have tried to encourage a number of Canadians to ship them to me, and uh, the, and they've all said the no. pricing. Well, they've basically said, "Yeah, that would be fine," and then looked at the prices of <laughs> they, shipping. They, and... they bought the chips, they looked at the pricing, and then they ate the chips. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is what I want from Guy. So okay. that that is my answer. I would like some old dress chips, Guy. Please, thank you. <laughs> We're going to bankrupt love Guy. <laughs> uh, p- particularly the Ruffles ones. The Ruffles ones were my favorite. So, uh. I kind of like, I, in general, I think Ruffles chips are, I mean, it's, it's like we're doing questions already, but uh, that Ruffles chips are a little bit better than, I don't dis, oh, yeah. I mean, I, sometimes I, I do like love a regular Lay's potato chip, but if I'm in the store, I'm probably much more likely to buy Ruffles than I I, I have said before, Ruffles. and I'll say again. Once they invented the ruffled potato chip, I don't know why they kept making non-ruffled ones. I agree with you. Sometimes it's it's nice to have one, but it's never nicer than a ruffled one. <laughs> I you, think you it's Ruffles down, right? uh, Pepsi. Is that correct? Oh, I don't. That might be true. I don't care about the Ruffles brand. I just care about the ruffled style. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just checked because Walkers in the UK is the sort of main crisp. Uh, chip manufacturer and it is also pepsico okay. so uh, because we get things like uh you know some weird collaboration of like doritos flavored walkers crisps and i'm like oh i bet these are all just owned by the same company yes, oh yeah the amount of brands that pepsico owns includes the entire frito-lays brand and tostitos and gatorade and doritos like they own a quaker they own them all they own them all do, this do you podcast guys... is owned by PepsiCo. <laughs> if only. Um, do you guys have uh, Primark as a brand over there? It's a sort of low-cost clothing brand. Uh, Primark? No, I just... Is that what you said? Primark. P-R-I-N-A-R. No, I don't think well, so. I, I'm a, I mean, uh, you know, I've, all, all my clothing is very fancy, so it's hard to say. I might, well, I, I discovered... I discovered while uh, researching that they are owned by the same company that owns the Patax curry sources in the UK. So if you want your curry and your cheap clothing, <laughs> you can get it all from one place. So <laughs> there are Primarks in the US, including one at my local mall, but I'd never heard of it until you said it. <laughs> wow. Huh. 
Interesting. Their advertising sucks, is my point. Yeah, I guess so. Well, uh, if only they sponsored this fine Yeah, podcast. I mean, well, you know, we're, we're already covered in made-to-order suits, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Boy, I mean, why buy, why buy from the mall if you can get mail-order? It's been a hectic week of tech news, but, like, really... <laughs> really dramatic like in the sense of drama <laughs> tech news you know <laughs> i was thinking like it seems like it's been i was gonna say it was like has it been a hundred years since we recorded because there's like three at least quite big stories right um, plus there are at least think, three ceos of yes um, open exactly. AI in open AI. The, since we i'm not spoke. even sure i i can talk about this <laughs> i mean i I, I was I like i'm not even I sure i understand what's going on I haven't looked at the news in like the last 20 minutes, so it is entirely possible that Microsoft just owns OpenAI now or some other random combination of people have moved around. I think the last thing I said I saw was like 700 out of the 770 employees were yeah. would leave. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there are yeah. two different open there's a, there's like a non-profit OpenAI, and there's a for-profit OpenAI, and this is yeah. I mean, that seemed like, like some kind of, of legal dodge. I'm not sure. Like, our company can't make profit, so we'll make a sub company that can make profit. Right, but I it, it seems quite. to me that they're um, what they, I'm sure, thought was a clever creative structure, and maybe it is a clever creative structure. But it seems to me like this company was doomed to have some variant of this problem from the beginning because as soon as they said hey we want to raise a billion dollars so that we can be a non-for-profit <laughs> company we only got whatever it is only 150 million or something uh but we're still going to try and we'll have this capitalistic arm as well but it's all the same people and it's all the same company <laughs> at the end of the day yeah it didn't work shockingly it didn't work mm-hmm. i'm very i i like uh, i i've read a lot about the story because i really find it fascinating i think the most fascinating part to me is that the board member who apparently initiated the let's get rid of Sam Altman now says, I won't work here unless Sam Altman comes back. <laughs> and it's very confusing. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know how much we should talk about it because it'll undoubtedly change by the time we drop even exactly, the bootleg yeah. episode. But he's, yeah, so he's been sort of in, invited to go work at Microsoft with all, and yes. bring as many of the employees that he can bring with him to go work at Microsoft. And yet at the same time, I, he's still sort of negotiating to come back as CEO of, yeah. you know, he's still yeah, I think that it's like it was um he was announced as having got a job at microsoft right. but like nothing has been signed so right. yeah um yeah it, it all seems very strange indeed and <laughs> uh you know it, it it's like i've seen it likened to steve jobs getting kicked out of apple except coming back 5 minutes later <laughs> Uh, <laughs> also if they do let him come back or if they do convince him to come back i imagine he's going to be the most powerful ceo ever because yeah, i would only think, go back right? with some pretty hefty protections in place yeah and like in all of the you know those employees are all calling for the board to resign so it's mm. it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like both can happen right it doesn't seem I like i think it's possible Moltz, and- that they're calling for the board to Resign, Sam. Uh, so maybe no, it's just a. I don't think that's it. <laughs> I think you're wrong about that. Uh, but but it, you know, like the the whole point of the board, I think, was to kind of like curb and control the rampant, uh, you know, c- 
capitalistic urges of the company. So they're kind of doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Right. But and all the employers are like, no, we like to get rich. No, please. we we really <laughs> yes. want to, we we would rather take the money. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, their mission is like to be kind of responsible stewards of AI and safety and things. Whereas the other half of the company is like, yeah, but we would also like to kind of destroy the livelihoods Tramble of everything in our many path. people. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good I, luck to them all, I say. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Yeah. Um, but the the uh, other two stories were that came out late last week and that were specifically Apple related. Um, the, I guess the first one was uh, Apple committed to implementing RCS in messages before the end of next year, which was just just not Google's particular. No, flavor. yeah, right, right. And my um, impression uh, is that people are actually, and maybe this is the contrary view, but I think people are making a bigger deal out of it than it seems to me. Because I think it's still going to be green bubbly, and I think it's still going to be sure. like the unwanted stepsister, and you're going to be annoyed whenever you're texting anybody. I I would be I wouldn't be surprised if you had to do a little bit of digging to know if you're actually using it or regular old SMS, depending on whom you were texting. Yeah, I think they would like a certain certain degree of uncertainty whether yeah. it's going to actually cost you money to talk to this person. Um, I mean, I think the whole point of it is just so that in Europe they can say, hey, look, we're not a monopoly. Right. You really don't need to, uh, yeah. you know, legislate all our stuff be open because, hey, we are open. Uh, so, I mean, I think that is absolutely the timing of it. Uh, right. I'm because sure. there's, yeah, there's upcoming legislation that could force them to do this anyway. And so they're like, okay, we gotta, I guess we have to do this. So let's do it. I mean, it's not, it's good that they're finally doing it. It's also good that they said that they're going to try to get the standard to include end-to-end encryption. So, I mean, right now, I guess Google's version does, but it's Google's, right. it's Google's version. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like Taylor's version. Yeah. Um, it just seems like it's the kind of thing that they could have done a long time ago. It would have been better, but... Okay. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of a lot of things that Apple will not do them until like mm-hmm. it looks legally. Yeah, right. Until yeah. it's good for Apple, or they have to. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which is kind of the I, other I, thing too that we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah, so I, I don't think this is a huge altruistic move. I mean, I think it may, you know, be good for uh, people in in the long run, but it doesn't strike me as something they're doing because they 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 think that the, the moment is right and they will embrace Android uh, people. You yeah, know, it's it. yeah. So then the other thing <laughs> was Apple's finally well pausing advertising on Twitter after yeah the man yeah. all it took man, all was it took, all it took was Elon Musk. I'm praising white power. <laughs> the the thing that I'm most intrigued to see is what Apple says if it ever goes back or if Apple mm-hmm. now takes the opportunity not to go back. Because, yeah. the, like, he's not going anywhere. Right. Uh, That's the thing. I, what is going to change? Being, he's not going to exactly. apologize. If it keeps being the same X. Well, I, w- I wouldn't be shocked if he at some point gave a terse apology, even with his Media Matters lawsuit that he had his overpaid yeah. attorney's file. 
Yeah. Uh, because that's going to go nowhere. Uh, they're well within their rights to say, hey, this guy sucks, especially because empirically he sucks. Uh, but <laughs> I, I'm, Apple clearly saw value in continuing to advertise there for way too long, in my opinion. And I'm, I'm hopeful they won't go back because if they do go back, they're going to have to at some point say, oh, we went back because this happened. And I don't, I don't know what this could be. That would be me. I, I, I think they will go back in like a month. I think they will just uh, quietly, they'll say, we received assurances. I think, know. yeah. I think if you say we're pausing, there's... Yeah, pa- pausing means right. not... Why not just you say pl- you stopped? Why not say we're you not advertising press there stop. anymore? Like, have, press have him pause. prove to them <laughs> in some meaningful way that things are going to change. Otherwise, otherwise, you are saying... We're, we're not going to advertise until this blows over. Or at least I mean, get CarPlay and Teslas before you come back. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, he did say he was going to sue Media Matters and every company that had paused their advertising, <laughs> which I don't think is the best way to make people uh, come back. Uh, yeah. But he didn't, as far as I know, uh, sue anyone other than Media Matters. Uh, right. It's awfully hard to sue people for saying we exercise our right not to buy things from you. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he is a free speech absolutist, as we sure. know. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I try not to think about Twitter at all. Um, <laughs> I have not uh, deleted my accounts. I made them private and I don't post there because I didn't want anyone like taking them, st- stealing my valuable brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but your real estate. But, uh, I haven't worked out a way to delete all the people who follow me because uh, I think that would be the next thing to do. Not not delete the people. <laughs> to be clear. have you tried saying something anti-Semitic? Um, <laughs> I um uh, I don't think that would be a uh, a wise move. I mean, <laughs> it's not good for the calculator sales. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, James doesn't want to divide people. He wants to divide <laughs> numbers. <laughs> yes. He also doesn't want to roll them. Um, I, oh, go ahead, James. No, I, 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 I was just kind of like, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think there's like any doubt about Elon Musk at this point. Uh, yeah. I don't think he, I, I, the only question I have, and I have this question for many uh, lousy people, is if he is um, more stupid or more evil. And I genuinely, and I don't mean that as like an insult. I mean that as like, he is so easily swayed by some of the dumbest online people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that to me reflects maybe a propensity to just being a bad person, but also just a really stupid one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's my take. It's, yeah, it's, it does seem like in this case, it's a, it's a, the real mixed bag it's a 50 50 combination of yeah some of the worst elements of i mean humanity. i don't think being a being a billionaire doesn't make you um like smart or nice or any yeah. of these things it certainly doesn't do so. the latter that's for sure yeah accurate i i mean i think as a control experiment they should give us all a billion dollars and see where we end up i would like but, to try it yeah <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm prepared it, Honestly, even just our, because I'm with you, even just our saying that helps me understand where the open AI employees are coming from, right? Even if they believe in the altruistic goals, like, look, yeah, we want to do good things. We'd also like to have stock options. <laughs> like, we'd, we'd also like to get, if we can get a couple hundred million dollars, we're all fine with that. I understand where they're coming from. Yeah. 
Um, before we go any further, though, it's worth yeah. noting that this episode of The Rebound is brought to you by Electric. When leading your small business, it's not all glamour. In fact, sometimes it's a matter of spending hours onboarding an employee, which you're well-equipped to deal with, but you maybe don't have the time. The team over at Electric knows small businesses, maybe like yours, face these challenges. That's why they're on hand to help with time-consuming parts of your business, like standardized device security with best-in-class device management software, so you can implement best practices across the board and be ready to scale. And employee onboarding and offboarding done for you, saving you an average of eight hours per request. Plus, Electric will help you keep a single point of visibility into your IT environment to control your devices, networks, and applications, while simplified reporting allows you to achieve and maintain compliance. And proactive IT recommendations and automated workflows make IT easy to manage for even non-technical users like us. And look, if you're hearing this and you think your company could use some of these services, but you're not sure where to start, Electric's experts will guide you through the process of establishing standardized IT processes for your organization. Uh, I um. Uh, I run my own small business. I believe James and Moltz could say the same. And uh, boy, delegating the things that you're not good at so that you can focus on the stuff that is important. I think we all have to learn that. And we all learn it pretty quickly. Would you guys agree? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I I was onboarded to this podcast about half an hour before it started. (laughs) And I will have all my devices locked about five minutes after it ends. For the Rebound listeners, Electric is offering a free pair of Beats Solo 3 headphones for taking a qualified meeting. Just go to electric.ai slash rebound. That's electric.ai slash rebound. Go there now to get your free pair of Beats Solo 3 headphones today for scheduling a meeting. Our thanks to Electric for their support of the Rebound. Uh, We do have a lot of questions, unless you have more topics. Well, well, the the only other thing I wanted to talk about... uh, I thought it was interesting because we are, many of us are Sonos owners that mm. apparently Sonos is going to get into the headphone business. Sonos to launch $400 plus. <laughs> I mean, not my headphone business, but the <laughs> headphone business. Oh, and a set-top box competing with Apple device, devices. Uh, interesting. I still like their stuff. You know, I mean, I, mine is so old now that I, you know, it's... And I struggle as to what I would do the next, you know, like if it dies or suddenly, you know, does software doesn't <laughs> doesn't work anymore because it feels like it's getting clunky enough where at some point the software is going to stop working um, because they're they're sort of grudgingly supporting this. It feels like my old Sonos one and I but I still like their stuff enough that I would think about buying another one. Uh, the sound quality uh, for my Sonos is really good. I like it. I mean, I don't, I don't hate my HomePod Mini, but the sound quality is just not quite as good. So I would think about getting another one. But there's, I mean, there's I'm, a lot I'm of Sonos devices in my house. Headphones. Uh, and yeah, it's. I understand exactly why Sonos would be like, hey, let's make uh, sure. a set-top streaming device, or let's make headphones. Uh, I imagine the market for those devices will be far smaller than its market for their speakers if yeah. their set-top box can let you use any of your other sono speakers as speakers for the tv and handle the sync automatically like that's a great feature that's that saves you some time yeah. helps you get a, a cool setup with less work but yeah I, I, I would have thought if they're doing a set-top box they're going to need like apps which requires like all the like at the very least your netflix and amazons and all this yeah. oh, for sure for this they'll thing. have all those things yeah and so i'm sure what it's going to be is a branded like tivo has a thing they call the tivo stream which runs on top of whatever the Chrome TV OS is, Chromecast, Chrome TV, Chrome OS. I don't know, but I'm sure it'll just be like there. I I will be shocked if it's anything but that 
so it can run yeah. like out of the box Netflix and Amazon etc apps. Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I mean I I I think my hearing is degrading to the at the speed that I am not going to require any high quality speakers or $400 <laughs> headphones. Um but I mean I it, it, I I was going to say it would be good for Apple to have competition but like who cares? Yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. think it's gonna. Yeah, I mean, like like I said, I don't think it's gonna be a huge, a huge business. It's gonna, you know, it'll ostensibly compete with Apple, but I wouldn't think that. Certainly not out of the gate, it's gonna compete that much. I've really... I look forward to the IKEA cheap Sonos headphones at some point down the line. Yeah, I, I've I've slowly been moving from relying on the Sonos app to more relying on just the music app and using AirPlay two on compatible devices because. Even when the Sonos app is good, it's not great. <laughs> At its best, yeah. it's merely fine. Yeah. My my main problem with AirPlay 2 is the delay on starting and stopping and reacting and stuff. Uh, I don't know f- f- for you guys, but for me, there's like a one or two second delay mm-hmm. before anything plays. <laughs> and especially when you're trying to pause something and then it just keeps going for a bit it's kind of annoying i don't know like yeah. I, maybe there's something happening with my hearing but i i i think it's a, an effect of walking around with my airpods in so much that i <laughs> so last night i had some friends over i wanted to play a song from my phone on the 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 homepod mini and i <laughs> i held the phone up to the homepod mini and it and it almost i mean it transferred very quickly actually um but for some reason I held it there for a long time, like thinking it was not it, that it had not transferred, that it was still playing out of the out of the phone. And everybody <laughs> looked at me and started laughing. Like, what? What are you doing? I was like, Oh, I guess it is playing out of <laughs> making sure it sticks. I yeah, just, I just don't want to come back to my phone again. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm so, not sure that this is anything to do with Apple's technology. No, stuff, it really, really. I, don't, I don't think it does at all. <laughs> Listen, I'm over here wondering if James's delays are really just a question of his own response times. I don't know. Mm. I mean, it's possible. Um, I, I just, I, Bluetooth seems fairly instant. I don't understand <laughs> how it can't be that speed. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> uh, All listen, right, so, we so let's Rebound check Prime out James's re- reply time to some questions. Yeah. So Rebound Prime lets you get, uh, you can listen in while we record these episodes live. You can join our member Discord, which is where you do that listening. Uh, You get bootlegs of each episode. You get a bonus episode each week, and you get to submit questions that we answer right here. If you're interested, and one or two of you seems to be every time we say this, if you're interested in being one of those one to two people who joins each week, prime.reboundcast.com. The first question comes from ifix.cz, who says, what did you collect as kids, and what do you collect now? P.S. Old Macs don't count. <laughs> I'm out, I mean, uh, I think Lego is my answer to oh, yeah. both questions. <laughs> um, and like comics and video games. And yeah, it's like, yeah. I do you still I think, do you still get physical comics? Um, I don't buy individual comics because yeah. that that's a mugs game, but I right. will buy like collections. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think as the only, uh, rebound, uh, panelist with, no, I was going to say without kids, I, I don't know if guys got kids, maybe guys got kids, but, uh, <laughs> I think, you know, that 
helps in me not actually having to be a grown-up uh sure just continue to do the things that i did like 30 to 40 years ago that make well i do that too though i mean i you know even with and i think kids can help in that regard sometimes i mean you you can use them as an excuse for getting things (laughs) oh i got this stuff because i've got a kid sure you did john yeah but um I'm a completionist on the things that I love. So like if I like a musical artist, I'm going to get every album and everything they've ever created. Uh, And so if that counts as collecting, because I think if comic books do, then I think albums do. So I collect the music of artists I really like. Um, When I was a kid, I definitely had one of those things that was like a penny from every state collection (laughs) books. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I eventually did it with quarters. I didn't do it with... God, yeah. They they made it really... A penny from every year. Not you got to get a room so. now if you want to collect all the quarters. Yeah, we, we started that with Hank, and we were getting all of them to begin with, and now it's just like there's like there's like a new quarter every month. It's it's insanity. Yeah. You can't keep yeah. up with that. Uh, I don't think there's anything that I collect as an adult. I'm looking around my office. I have. I mean, I do like knickknacks, but I don't think you can collect knickknacks. My office is filled with them, but it's such a broad well, genre. Unless there's, yeah, unless there's a theme to them, I guess. There is no connective guess, tissue, yeah, other than things like likes. Not, yeah. It's more of a horde. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I do also realize that I have approximately about a thousand dice, which probably counts <laughs> as a collection. <laughs> Sounds you like roll it. With it. Yeah. Ah, there it is. Um, yeah, no, I would, I don't think I do as much as I did when I was a kid, like, 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 uh, spaceships. Um, but I still collect a bunch, you know, I still have, I can't stop buying spaceships and now they're more expensive than the ones that I used to buy <laughs> because, you know, I'll get like those Eagle Moss ones, um, which, you know, some of them run into like high, close to a hundred bucks or, or, and one of them even more than that. So, but that, that, and I always would make models when I was a kid, the Star Trek wow. stuff mostly, but Space 1999 and whatever else. Yeah, I, I, I sold my Space 1999 spaceships uh, some time ago and I regret it. Which ones did you have? Did you have like the... I had the Eagle. I had the Eagle, like a die-cast Eagle yeah. that had swappable pods and things. And was that the like the $350 one? that I can't remember where that came from, but I, I've seen pictures of it online. I, I mean, this came from my childhood. I suspect oh, okay. it was okay. not 350 okay. anythings, yeah. uh, but it, it was it was nice oh, and solid. Oh, yeah, oh, the, dink, the dinky toy one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I still have mine. <laughs> well, uh, I You can't will. have it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's all these things that i look up from my childhood and think oh i'd really like to have that again like i yeah. had one of my favorite things was i had a pac-man watch that you could play pac-man on what and uh <laughs> and why am i just look- hearing about this <laughs> and it, they are horrendously expensive to buy these days because they broke as mine did like within about five minutes and uh so uh i think nail sonic pac-man watch not the one with the joystick uh yeah guy guy that's what i would like forget (laughs) the the ruffles that is what i nail sonic think that's the name yeah oh yeah yeah i see i see that is oh wow God, I've, how long have I tried to make Moltz make that exact sound? <laughs> I, I have a way. 
So yeah, uh, that's that, that's quite something. Okay, so yeah, that's going in the show notes for sure. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> <laughs> writing down titles. Uh, Yitz asks, and this is mostly a Maltz question. Do you enjoy? Oh no, it's not. Sorry, I misread it. It's an everybody question. Do you enjoy doing the podcast more or less since adding the live streaming as a weekly <laughs> component? I think it's safe to say, Yitz, truly, that it's our podcast. If we did a thing and we're like, hey, this makes it less fun, we would not keep doing that thing. So it's yeah. it's yeah. it's it's at worst neutral and at best like helpful to see people's feedback and sometimes incorporate it in real time, either by stealing their jokes or insights or by crediting them for those jokes. And insights. <laughs> there's things I like about it and things I don't like about it. There's there's the lag is worse. The crosstalk yeah. is worse um, on Discord than it was on Zoom. But um, but other the other things that Lex mentioned, I I like more. I believe that I starting. Mean, we're not going to next stop. week. We're going to Dan was going to do some experimenting so that we can go back to using zoom for its synchronicity and then stream that over discord, which will hopefully help with all the things. I think that's the plan. Well, given that this is the first time that I've ever done this on discord, I can't honestly say I noticed the difference. Okay. Maybe uh, it's just Dan. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce I, this username. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, James. I was just going to say, you know, some people are more sensitive to quality. And I don't think that's us. <laughs> uh, TWA Sync, Twa Sync says, what would any of you do if you became the new chair of OpenAI? <laughs> um, I think... Resign. <laughs> Take the money Get and job run. Microsoft. No, I, I would... I would like to do the responsible things and like, you know give money to all the people who are being ripped off by these generative AI models, which means I would last approximately five minutes. Yeah, I think world. there's a good reason why none of us is <laughs> is that person. If nothing else, I would want to think about how it could better show its work, right? Like, as they've continued updating GPT-4, it'll tell you, hey, I'm going out to the web, or here's a source that I'm using for this information, but it doesn't do that for the giant corpus of brains that it has. And there must be some way that it can figure out where it got the information it has. At least, at least providing some credit. That would be my push. Then I would be fired. <laughs> uh, Mahir asks, who is on the board of directors for the rebound? Who is the CEO? Who is the peon? And by default, the third one is middle management, I guess. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let's start this as the, the original core three, and then we can broaden it out to the extended okay. team. Okay. I disagree go ahead. that there's a peon. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> I disagree that there's a peon. Um, I mean, who does the arranging of the advertising? Mike Hurley. <laughs> well, Mike Hurley is CFO. Um, in terms of, I don't I think don't you. Know. I don't think. I don't think Mike would agree to having any position yeah. in this organization. <laughs> I agree. Um, I think there's no peon. Um, I Moltz edits the show. Like, Moltz is the reason the show happens. Dan um, typically handles uh, the publishing of, like, the bootleg and the bonus episode. I show up, and I do the website, <laughs> and I, I basically run the prime It's a real, I mechanism. mean, it's fairly egalitarian, right? I mean, we all it's do. It's a co-op. Yeah, we all do certain. I mean, now that I'm editing, <laughs> before you guys were doing like all the technical stuff, and I was doing the show notes, and that was like, and I was, oh, right, I show was notes. showing up. So yeah, but it's gotten, you know, I think it's now. 
probably. Yeah, I, I'm not sure about Guy and me. Like, <laughs> I think you are the board of directors. You're freelancers, you right? Are the I mean, board you're, of directors. you know. Yeah. Well, maybe okay, or or that. <laughs> but then we work for you. Voting shares, right? Like, so they, I. <laughs> I think we can, like, uh, fire you, and then everybody else will threaten to resign, and we will all be fired. I think that's how it works. I'll even say, when this first came in, this question, I was like, oh, they're going to, Dan, I was forgetting that Dan was off this week, but I was like, oh, Dan and Moltz are going to say that I, Lex, am the CEO, because I, I, I've had the most um, businessy jobs. But then as I was actually thinking about it, I'm definitely not the CEO. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm the most on the verge of being fired at any time member of this podcast. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think you read the adverts particularly well. So, you know, you have a good segues, things like that. I have segues. I cannot say that I have good segues, but I'm, I've never been shy about making a segue, whether it works or not. I mean, the segue is like when the Batmobile like throws out that line so it can like do the tight. <laughs> 90 degree turns uh here's a, a book of a question from listener jackson the orgasmic hoo-ha already a great title let's just write that down the orgasmic <laughs> hoo-ha the orgasmic hoo-ha over the iphone 15's usb-c port is quite astonishing i've heard and read in substance omfg at last the iphone is a computer now look at all the peripherals you can use so here are a few five dollar question questions one, are y'all all big O over USB-C ports and iPhones? Why or why not? Is the iPhone 15 a computer now? Is an M-series iPad Pro a computer? It's got a better port even. Finally, my 2017 iMac died. Will y'all buy me a MacBook M whatever Max Ultra? I don't like vanilla anything, so no M whatever MacBook Pro. Just saying. I mean, I think we've established Guy will buy anybody <laughs> who writes in or it says might be, things. It might be a model of one. But yes, it might be a yeah. model made of Lego, but mm -hmm. yes. Um, I mean, I don't think I've actually plugged anything into the USB-C port of my iPhone since I got it. Yeah, I mean, I don't, have, I don't have one of them yet, um, but I did do that recently with my iPad Pro and was very pleased with the results. I had I had a flash drive that had like when I was traveling, I had a flash drive that had some TV shows on it and I plugged it in and it just, you know, read it fine and I could watch the shows that were on the flash drive. And I thought that was, you know, of course of course it works that way. That's the way it's supposed to work. But um but that was the first time I had done it actually, other than I think playing around with it when I first got the iPad. Um, it was the first practical use of it that I've had, that I've had. Um, because mostly the internal storage was enough that I didn't have to do that. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, and I can not, see doing that on the phone. On the phone would be cool too. I'm not really. I'm not like shooting hours of raw footage or or anything like that. My photos get backed up to the cloud. Uh, I don't really use and i i guess i have a, a headphone adapter and i had to get the USB-C headphone adapter from apple which they kept like under the counter it wasn't even shown anywhere in the store uh and i use that but that's it i would not say that i have orgasmed over the USB-C port <laughs> of my iphone <laughs> that um, invalidates the warranty well that's right. good. sure it's not waterproof necessarily <laughs> so mm. so uh, but um i have <laughs> plugged one thing first of all i like that i can travel with fewer cables if you're like if you're orgasming helpful. water you should talk to your tongue <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but then separately, like I, I recently started using, um, the simply piano app. I already play the piano, but I don't read music well. So I've been using that app to learn. I started a month long trial and I'm doing well with it. And that app works by listening to what you're playing on the piano, but it's also playing music. And so it tries to play music from one side and listen on the other side microphone, but it's going to hear itself. And when you Google like, Hey, simply piano keeps hearing the wrong notes sometimes when I'm playing the right ones. It's like, oh, well, you can also plug your, you know, MIDI or USB keyboard, piano keyboard into your device. And then it'll just, you know, know the notes exactly. And I was like, what a great idea. And I can actually do that with this port, which I did. And so that's been fun. Um, but no, the mostly what I like about having that cable is, or that port is traveling with fewer cables, maintaining fewer cables. That's, that's a plus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Matt Howie was uh, posting earlier today on uh mastodon about like going through his i guess just his bedroom and, and replacing all the outlets with um these ones he got from home depot that are you know have the two regular outlet ports and then each one has two usb-c ports um and i was thinking that's kind of cool because now you have i mean you know when you get to the point where you do have an <laughs> usb-c iphone you you just have that cable and you can you can standardize, you know, at least for a few years, <laughs> who knows how many years you can standardize everything on USB-C and you don't have to worry about like. So that's not my move in part because I definitely have some USB-A plus outlets um, that now seem silly. So exactly <laughs> like you're saying, like they do get outdated over time. I do love though, not like the power strips, but like the wall power splitter things, you know, that you can plug in where they mm-hmm. can have a couple other ports. I find that super helpful. Yeah, what I've got is like the anchor things that have 10 USB-A ports on it to one power supply. And then I've just got like a million cables plugged into that. Like, a, <laughs> Yeah, that's ten, much what we ten, do. 10 limb octopus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's uh, that's the new uh, P-Calc logo is a 10 limb octopus. Uh, yes. And then finally, listeners, EM Knox asks, what live stream antics did I miss because I had a meeting today? I'm sorry, we can't tell you that because you weren't here for the live stream. Hmm. Yeah. Tough, but um, fair. Dan was fired. <laughs> oh, and ZM Knox is now here. So can they can answer all those questions for themselves. Roll, roll it back. Uh, Bonus episode. Yeah, let's do that. We just yeah. end right with the questions now. That's it. We're done. Sure. Well, I don't <laughs> don't know. even do we, say do we goodbye. Need a, do we need a denouement? We yes. need to give some give people James, some time can you do to, the to adjust. Closing theme song, please. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Uh, That's it. That was the closing theme song. Just the derisive <laughs> laughter. <laughs>